Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. Now, before Sarah says anything, a couple of weeks ago, I had a cold or the flu. Now it's Sarah's turn. So she's doing this out of loyalty to our listening audience. Yes. She doesn't feel very well, so yeah, please so, bear with her tonight. So, excuse me if I'm my vo- my voice sounds a bit funny yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, she coughs, wheezes, sneezes, farts and whatever. It's just because not very well. Yes. Yeah. Well, except for the fart part. Well, that would be me. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um tonight we will be reviewing um a more of a a tr- based on a true story type movie. Well, loosely, loosely. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's Ed Wood, mm. 1994, yeah. biographical comedy drama. So what I'm pretty much saying, it's it's based on Ed Wood, yeah. but it's not necessarily one. Yeah, and directed accurate. by one of my film idols, uh-huh. Tim Burton. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing the movie. Because Tim Burton yeah, yeah, is a unusual filmmaker. He's bloody good. And... Out of all the filmmakers I've known, he's the one who continues to use his own theme and own formula throughout his filmmaking career. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. How many Batmans did he do? The one, two. 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 Two Batmans. Did he do um, Nightmare Before Christmas and that sort of yes, stuff? Yes, he did. He did the Willy Walker movie? Um, Charlie, um, yeah, Charlie yeah, and yeah, the yeah, Chocolate yeah, Factory. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Now, all different styles. Yeah, but they're the same style. Creepy, now, yeah, a little creepy, bit of yeah, intense. Yeah, creepy, darkish, but they're very... all a bit different. So he does, he's not stuck in the one mould. I know, but, mm, but yeah, no, there is yeah. something creepy mm, yeah. about it. No, it's good. Like, if you don't mm. even hear the word Tim Burton, you can know right away it feels this, Tim movie, yeah. this movie feels Tim Burton-ish. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, and, and to add something different to it, they did it in black and white. Yes, in this movie, they mm. made it in black and white. One of the reasons being is because the subject matter was done back in, what, the 50s? Mm. Uh, and it was black and white filming back in those days. Yeah. What a clever man. I agree, so. <laughs> Carry on, Sarah. Yeah. The reason he did this movie, Tim Burton, I mean, um, is because he considers, um, um, at the time in this in this movie, Edward was best good friends with um, Bela Lugosi, the... Um, Dracula figure who... I'm on the drink your blood. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Tim Burton, he had that same um, um, friendship with Vincent Price. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. When he, I guess when he was working Ed- with him was on Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, there you go then. Mm-hmm. So, it's But a good you thing. look at it. I mean, as long as... There are actually, there's a couple of... After you do your bit on it, I want to bring something up which is quite okay. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'll just go through the usual stuff here. Um, yeah. Although okay. there is a few <laughs> changes in the script, uh, just so you know, there might be a few tweaks in the, the story that that were never in the actual in his actual life, Edward. We've just said that. I said it's a comedy drama, which means it's not it's not totally accurate. Yeah, because some people yeah. who knew dear old Edward yeah. um, contradicted the story a bit. Yeah, there's, 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 there's some loose bits in there which don't quite fit reality, but again, it's a comedy drama. Yeah. It is not reality. Yeah, go on, you were going to say, And Mike. what I was going to say is, okay, here, produced by uh, Denise Denovi and Tim Burton, mm-hmm. directed by none other than, none other than Tim Burton, mm. Uh, screenplay was done by Scott Alexander and Larry 
Karazinski, I think, gives the right pronunciation. Mm. Sorry, Larry, if I got it wrong. Uh, now, it's based on a night uh, on the book Nightmare of XC, The Life and Art of Ed D. Wood Jr. Now, interesting. Actually, I'll say it now. It, a budget was $18 million. Mm-hmm. The box office was $5.9 million. So, this was a flop. Mm. Now, I believe, I in, to a certain degree, this has become a little bit of a cult movie in its own right. Great. Now, think about it. Edward used to make movies which were box office flops. I can think of one in particular right now. Mm. Plan 9 from Outer Space. People are still watching it today. Yeah. Um, so, a box um, office flop, mm. and it's still popular. Yeah, well, I would have thought that um, the Bride of the Monster, the Bride of the Monster, I always thought that had a good that, story, a good movie. but at the same time, it didn't really, no, but everyone bro- every, really interest me. See, the, the plan Knife Mouth Space was so bad, it was good. Does that make sense? Agreed. It's just so, oh, that's crap. It's, I'm going to check that, that, but I, yeah. that's not great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so whatever, bad, yeah. it's the story yeah, it's, is good. It's, it's, yeah, it's so bad, it's pathetic, and, and, and hence become a cult movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else I want to say before we roll into it. Um, yeah. all, all I can say is I'm a great fan of Ed Wood, not because he made great movies. Yeah, and if he didn't pass believe, away years ago, yeah. he would have probably make it like Roger Corman did. Yeah, he, he, he made some mistakes in his early, early part of his career. I'll say Glenn or Glenda sank his boat. Yeah. Uh, he he and lost this, credibility. And this was his first ever movie at the time. Yeah, it's okay. I don't care about it. But I know that, but I'm His credibility got shot to pieces with that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't a major player, mm. but that stopped him climbing the rungs of the ladder in the industry. Yeah. Um, it's quite different from yeah. y- years later. Now we've reached 2020. We have all these special places where we can raise funding for movies of our own criteria yeah and, and it's cheaper now it has ch- we have the industry has changed it's a cheaper. lot you, well, you can just do, do use a digital camera there's no developing fees you can let you can you can do a scene you can review it on the spot and say that's crap let's do it again um mm-hmm. when you're paying big dollars for film and developing yeah. you say okay and you're doing yeah. one shot per yeah. scene considering the c- canisters back of, then yeah. they were big as as hubcats. Stop making stuff up. I know. Yeah. Okay. They were big lumpy cameras. They were expensive cameras. They had to rent the cameras in a lot of cases. Or if they bought them, they were expensive. They had to buy the film, which wasn't cheap. You had to yeah. pay for the building, which wasn't cheap. Mm. Yada, yada, yada. And, and black and white was not too bad. Colour was really expensive again. Um, it mm. just goes on and on. Yeah, just, yeah so yeah. who stars in this? Well, I'm, quite a few people. Uh, yeah, a few good names, <laughs> and a few people that dear old Tim Tim Burton has worked with in the past yeah, too. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Okay, Johnny Depp, another one of my one of my favourite actors. Uh, he's been in quite a few good movies. Not uh, obviously we know Pirates of the Caribbean, but he's been in Cigarette Window and other good Groovy movies. And he's and been also in a lot of Tim Burton's movies yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, several, several. Yeah, and he. Uh, one of his early ones was obviously Edward Scissorhands, but yeah. we mentioned before. Um, Pri- Corpse Bride. Uh, Corpse Bride. He did um, voice for that. Sleep Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Um, but he, before that, he was in, I think, as a TV series called, tw- I think it was called 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he is in a TV series. And yeah, he goes, he, he's been doing acting, he's been, he's been in the acting profession for years. Oh, yeah, and yeah. he was in exactly. Alice in Wonderland, the um, new one. Yeah, he that played Timber. the Mad Hatter, I think. Yeah, oh, Mad yeah, Hatter, yeah, yeah. yeah. What good typecasting. Hmm. Anyway, um, anyway, moving right along, uh, Dory Depp, Edward, uh, Martin Landau, he plays Bella Lugosi. And I must admit, I've watched a lot of Bella Lugosi movies, new and old ones, and Martin has really taken off Bela Lugosi very, very well. I think he got an award for it too. Yeah, best supporting uh, role. It's best supporting role acting uh, for doing the role of Bela Lugosi. Uh, he just he did it so well. Um, now Sarah Jessica Parker plays Dolores Fuller, uh, Ed's girlfriend in the beginning of the movie, but they break up partway, about halfway through, and uh, Ed hooks up for a new girl who stayed with him until his death. Mm. Uh, now we go, we're moving on, moving on to her, which was, uh, she was played by Patricia Arquette. Uh, Jeffrey Jones, he's been in a couple of movies. He was, I think he was in um, Beetlejuice and a few other yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. And... Tim Burton's movie. Yeah. Movies. <laughs> yeah, he plays the amazing Creswell. He, he did these fake prophecies and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. may have heard... I predict in yeah, years. Some of these yeah. guys yeah. who probably remember him back in the 70s may remember some of his predictions yeah. or watch them on and, YouTube. And they were crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Now, another one of my favourite actors has come up now, Bill Murray. Oh, Bill yeah. Bill Murray Clever. plays a guy called John, nicknamed Bunny Breckenridge. Now, yeah. he was a, a gay man. Yes. Uh, and uh, Bill Murray, I don't know. He was know. a drag queen. Mm. I don't know if he was a drag queen. He was gay. Mm. Uh, but he was he was intending to get the operation yeah. back in those days. He never did. But his boyfriend Bill, died yeah, too. Whatever. Yeah, that's in the movie. I don't know. I know. Yeah, I just said that's a comedy drama, okay? Thank you. Focused on the facts because there's no facts in it, Sorry. okay? Right now, Bill Murray plays the role. He really hams it up. Really, really good. Good one, Bill. Now, Lisa Marie. She's a model lady and other things, actress. She plays Mela Nurmi. Uh, uh, Vampira, also known as Vampira, who was the one of the original horror hostesses prior to Elvira. Yeah, we won't, we won't go, go into, into that, that yet. Yet. I love Elvira. I love everything Elvira has done in movies, horror hosting, everything. I haven't seen a lot of Vampira. You can't get a lot of old footage, but what I've seen is. Yeah, pretty lame compared to what Elvira or yeah. Cassandra Peterson's mm -hmm. put together. All right, next. Anyway, no, I haven't got, I haven't got the rest. I didn't write down the guy who played. What about the, the guy who plays I, Torio I Johnson? Tor Johnson. I didn't Tor write. Johnson. I forgot to write his name. Um, down. His name is George the Animal Steel. And he's a he, he was a wrestler, and so was Tor Johansson, Johnson or Johansson. Yeah, yeah kind he, of I'll, clever using a real wrestler. Uh, yeah, to play the, uh, uh, the role of a guy who was also a wrestler. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, the interesting thing is in this movie they made a mistake on some details where it indicates that he was not acting at the time, but but he but in the if you look at his filmography, you'll find he's been acting long before he met Edward. Yeah, he had been in movies before. This is not a factual movie. I Will know. You please move I'm along. I'm just clarifying it with the audience. That's here. a comedy drama. It is not. 100% accurate, mm -hmm. okay? But it gives you a highlight. In case you start complaining about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a highlight into 
Edward's career at that point in time. Okay. Do you want yes. me to dive in the story? Uh, you might as well. You, I can't stop you talking. Okay. So <laughs> the story begins where Edward is um, showing his first stage performance. He probably did a, f- a few stage productions before he went into um, movie um, movies. And it was a flop. No doubt. <laughs> and Never mind. Mm, yes. And so... He then hears about um, from one of um, an, a film company is going to be doing a, um, a a movie called "I Changed My Sex" movie. Yeah, I think he, it was called. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, I think I changed my sex. Yeah. It's a, it's um, about obviously an operation. Yeah, about a real man who changes. You know what? And um, Johnny, well, uh, Edward decided to say uh, say to the guy who's actually wanted to produce it that he could actually make the movie really, really good and make something special of it. But he changed the... Well, he had to write the script, Edward. Yeah, see. And he changed the whole thing of it into yeah. uh, transvestite. Yeah. <laughs> and along the way, when he was mm. he was talking to this, um, mm. pro- the, um, com- the producer or distributor... Well, producer guy. Yeah. Um, he meets a, meets an all-time actor, Belly Lugosi. Not Belly, Bella. Uh, um, Bella, sorry. Yeah, I'm geez. not... I'm, I can't really say because I have a cold. Okay. He's still he's still Bella. Yeah, Bella. <laughs> um, is um, you know, out of work and doesn't have any jobs. So he's um, an old man. <laughs> so, and he gets along with dear old Ed, and vice versa. Yes. Yes, and Carol. he agrees to take part in this film project of his, and it's and once they change the script and everything, and then dear old Edward comes out to his girlfriend that he's a. Uh, Transversite. Yes, mm. a cross-dresser. <laughs> and uh, that did that put a little bit of strain on the uh, yeah. romance. Yeah. But, yeah mm. She got over it for a while. Yeah, mm. but I don't think she quite accepted his yeah. f- it fully. Anyway, moving back along. You're moving right along, yes. So they then start the, doing the filming the movie and everything goes... Of course, Edward was always rushing. Like he doesn't do more than one take. He, 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 he normally did one take per scene, saying, "That's it. That's good. Let's do it. Right, let's go." Yeah, well, it was expensive. Although the, he made some good points, like in one scene during when he was making the Bride of the Monster with the um, what's his name, the wrestler guy. Handsome. Yeah, yeah. He, during a scene where he's walking for a door, he kind of struggled through the and, door. And he bumped into the door and frame. And Edward brings up that Tory would have to... He'd have that trouble every day. He would anyway. always have that he's, same he's trouble guy, throughout yeah, yeah. his career, life. Yeah. So it makes right. a good point, <laughs> if you get... So moving yeah. all I'm wrong. So they do the movie, Glenn Glenda, and he crap. then and he shows it to um, the Hollywood producers in uh, the um, uh, Warner Brothers or movie or oh, oh, Paramount, oh, oh. I think. Paramount, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paramount, yeah. And they like that he's going to be doing more films, but when they look at this one, that they, they are less happy and about they it. Didn't like the movie and at the all. worst, they it was a joke. and the worst yeah. part is yeah. that Ed Wood was starring in it. And yeah. that kind of destroyed his credibility a little bit. Big time. Mm. Mm. Yes, poor thing. They yeah. thought it was all a joke and didn't believe it. And it was never fully... Dis- it wasn't distributed, you know, mainstream-wise. It turned out it was only distributed in... in Where was it going to be distributed? I think it, it was... Um, um, 
Like in, one of the, yeah, I think yeah, it was going a, to be in oh, Ohio. A, I think it's the smaller theaters in uh, out, out the back of nowhere. Yeah, out yeah. Ohio. I think I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, small yeah. ones that can accept anything that's so much cheap. Yeah, or dumping ground for crappy films. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So the film never got um, a well received and well and was trashed. Mm. So moving right along, he tries again with um, Bride the Monster or. Bride of the Adam at the time yeah. it was created. Yes. And yeah, and he tried to raise the f- capital by um, doing a special car- funding party. Yeah, and that, they got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but he then gets uh, um, some cash from a um, woman who wishes to be his lead actress in this production. Well, yeah, and, and he thought she was rich and she wasn't. No. That was. Um, uh, what's her name? Ah. Mm. Uh, Metal block. I had a name written down here. I, did, I didn't write it down. <laughs> See, it wasn't that important. She's only a bit. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, in reality, when I looked at her in the real movie, she's not one hundred percent. No, great that's not important. The story's only a bit. And actually, her last name's Landau. I didn't check to find out whether that's yours, uh, Martin Landau's daughter or something. Mm, anyway, yeah. mm. anyway, so halfway through filming, they kind. One of um, Edward's b- checks bounced, and the guy they got the guy was going to close them down, so he closed the doors. <laughs> yeah, and then Edward starts another fundraising party thing, and they then see um, vampire coming in with a bunch of mates for dinner, and they one of the um, backers suggests if she's in this movie, oh, it put, will I would definitely it, put be, some money into it. Yeah. But she just walks off with all her mates to... Well, she didn't know where to put from a bar of soap, so she said, yeah. no, bugger off, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so anyway, um, he ends up going to um, a meatpacking owner to yeah, supply the he, funds. Supposed to be, yeah, that's supposed to be, I, I don't know if it's real or not, but yeah. yeah it's fine, be. Yeah, he had to get funds from somewhere, so that yeah, could well be. Yeah, yeah so part, part of the truth they the said they will be gladly to provide the funds, provided that... The owners allowed his son to to be the leading man in the role, and and, what, yeah. and this is throughout this movie a lot of um this stuff pops up. There's a lot of compromises, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. he has to p- compromise. So he ends up hiring him, and he turns out to be a very big. Well, the the character in this one, he's a bit of an idiot with his lines. He's like, he doesn't seem to remember them really well. He wasn't a great actor. No. No. So no. we continue on. They they film the scenes and they end up stealing or borrowing, I should say, um, a very big octopus prop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They end up going inside um, one of the um, prop um, storage yeah. facilities and in Power Mart. They got this big rubber octopus down and they took it to this place uh, yeah. Yeah, in, you know, yeah. nearby where they made a bit of a pond. Yeah. The big, yeah, it didn't look really or good. Or swamp. A swamp. And, um, <laughs> yeah. They, they got there and they're right, ready to roll. Where's the motor? What oh. motor? Oh, boy. They forgot the motor to make the arms move. Yeah. So they had to. <laughs> so they had to let dear old, um, Bella, um, jiggle the, um, the limbs around. Yeah, not a lot of make, make it look like he was being attacked by. Now, I've seen that movie, and I think <laughs> the, the arms are actually moving by themselves. So 
that part I don't think is accurate. Yeah. I have to have another but it was a joke and it was funny. Yeah. No, in reality, when he made the movie I'm talking about, yeah. So, yes. Mm. Yes. So, so, me, so, bit of tongue in cheek stuff yeah, here. So they finished that night of shooting. I remember that one, uh, one time mm. when I was doing night shooting and I was pretty exhausted and we kind of shot until sunrise. And it was sunrise. cold. Let's get into winter time. We did an all night shoot and, and our main naughty guys were half naked. They were, they were cat people. We don't talk to them too yeah. much. They weren't dressed as much because they're animals. And in the middle of winter, yeah, I know it's Queensland, but it still gets cold at night and a bit of yeah. wind chill factor. Yeah, we don't have yeah. snow up here, but we, it does we, drop it certain numbers. It drops down single figures. Yeah. Yes, moving right along. <laughs> so the next long. morning there, um, we get the final scene that for um, between um, some of the characters. And this is where the most awesome bit of dialogue that Bala says at the end of, you know, of... You know, Bela Lugosi said... Yes. He, 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 he had says, a, home, I have, I no, have home. no home. Hunted, despised, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that it's stuff. It's really great. It's a really It's good, a beautiful bit of dialogue. Solil- uh, Shakespeare would have called it a soliloquy <laughs> or, or whatever. But, is it, yeah, it was just... Yeah, it was very touching. It, 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 look, I don't care. I mean, Bela Lugosi was a dramatic actor. Mm. Vincent Price was a, a good dramatic stage actor who mm-hmm. did Shakespeare as well, I think. Basil Rathbone, mm. all these guys in that era, mm. they were all doing stage work at the first and they were very dramatic. Mm. And when these guys did it on the silver screen, pardon the pun, uh, and they did it well and didn't ham it up properly, mm. it was really moving. Yeah. And this is one of those times. So mm. that was the final take and they were ready for the after party. If we... And what a party it was. Yeah. And <laughs> then this is where um, Edward's girlfriend decides to break up with him. Now, we'll discuss this. In the movie that she supposedly breaks up because... She didn't. She didn't believe in what he was trying to do, and didn't like the what him and his weird friends and everything and else. And his weird behaviour. Uh, in reality, uh, Sarah since found out that they broke up because of his alcoholism or drinking. Yeah, because he's or been something. drinking. Yeah. And if you were in Edward's shoes, like if your films were getting trashed by everybody, the, everyone, you would be drinking too. I'll be drinking, so yeah. No, anyway, and by the way... Um, well, I don't drink, but... His uh, girlfriend, or yeah. whatever, Dolores Fuller, yeah. I'll just mention her in passing. When, uh, well, sometime after she broke up with Ed Wood, she, she uh, became sort of semi-famous by writing songs and stuff. And yeah, she for wrote, Elvis. She wrote a couple of tunes for Elvis from his clam, uh, do the clam in clam bake and a couple of other tunes. So, yeah. Uh, so she, she, she did, wasn't stupid. She was a very talented yeah, lady. Yeah, so right. she did mm. do something with her life yeah. after Ed, Edward. Yeah, mm. there's life after Ed. Mm. Yes, moving right along. <laughs> so later on we find out that um, Bella Lugosi um, is suffering from he, drug he, problems. He had a morphine addiction. He, he, and, that, and I believe that's true because yeah. I read somewhere that he, he got hurt on one of the movie sets and uh, one of the movies is in say 15, 20 years yeah. prior to this. Yeah. And because of that accident, he, he, he was, uh, for pain relief, was using morphine yeah. and it became a Yeah, uh, one of the um, yeah. people at the studios in this movie mentioned that that Bella Lugosi has gone on to be a, dr- a junkie. A, a junkie, yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah, so that's unfortunate. But yeah, he got, he got damaged on set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow. Pre-pasted, if that's the word for it. Uh, what? Is that the right word? Plastered? What? 
Plastered. Oh no, that's that's for oh, someone who's uh, drinking too much. Sorry, guys. No, plastered. No, 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 no. Sorry, guys. But no, he, but anyway, yeah, he got he got hurt, and then for pain relief, he got the morphine, and it became a habit. Yeah, he so control. Yeah. um, so Edward um takes him to rehab, and he stays there for say a couple of weeks. Well, I know we could make up the weeks. Oh. I found he didn't have any health insurance, so yeah. they they threw him out pretty much. Yeah, mm. and there he meets Edward meets um his second girlfriend. Um, what's her name? Kathy. Kathy something right. Oh, Oh, whatever, yeah. Kathy, whatever, whatever, yeah, give me a moment, I got my, yeah, a nice looking lady, and she's yeah. there because her yeah. dad is in rehab too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they hit off, and they went on a date, and he told her straight up that he was a transvestite. Yes. He says, since he made the line, I can't say on, uh, in the podcast, a bit rude, uh, uh, pretty much inquiring, does that mean you don't like girls? Oh, no, I do like girls. Mm, yeah. Very much so. It's just I like their clothing. And she said, oh, that's okay then. Yeah. So she was very uh, accepting. Opening. Yeah, yeah. Ac- accepting of yeah. his problem. Yeah. Mm. It was very nice. Well, it is nice. I mean, she stayed with him until he passed away. Yeah. Mm. yeah Through the, the ups and all, the yeah, dads. A lot of downs. She mm. stayed with him, yeah. And I don't think she's ever remarried either. So no. that, uh, anyway. Not from what I remember. Let's move on. Moving right along. So, <laughs> anyway... Let me see what happens. Oh yeah, now I remember. Yeah. Um, now that um, Bella goes, he, really, he, got they, he got, gets thrown out of yeah, the, the um, rehab. rehab, and and he then um, asks um, Edward when are they going to do another picture? And they did a bit of um, you know um, what's the word? Um, um, second unit. Second stuff? unit film. Without any soundtrack. Uh, yeah, where he's um, standing there in his front garden. Um, looking at some flowers in his yeah, getting ready yeah. to go out and do, do something, and then they did some other footage with him, yeah, with his cloak on, you know, the yeah. old cloak, and mm, uh, yeah, thanks for the memories, Maybe yeah, I, mm. uh, yeah, moving right along. They then, <laughs> um, when they're going to do their special film premiere for um, Bride the Monster, they invited Vampire to come along with them to boost the um, you know, the film a bit, but um, it wasn't. The film premiere turned out to be something a lot worse than that. Yeah, it wasn't real good. Yeah, it's, it's just it turned a, out there was all the fans were throwing popcorn. A doing teenager yuck. was trashing the, the, the Now I don't know how much truth's in that. I don't know if that was true. I don't think either. any management let them do that. Yeah, yeah. Me so, yeah, yeah anyway, but. it was really a mess, and they started chasing and hurting um, uh, some of the cast members, and Edward and 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 Kathy then tried to hold down a taxi try to get them all in because their car they arrived in was half was taken off there yeah no well, hang on, stripping the car. Yeah, it was stripping not, the not car. Not the hubcaps, yeah, the whole car was being stripped, yeah. seats were out. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, so they were able to escape, and Bella Lugosi says, now that's a premiere. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Really that's, funny a good, quote. that's a good line. But yeah. anyway, irrespective. Yeah, moving oh, on. Oh, so, thinking back in again. Okay, so <laughs> um, later on, we then, um, Edward finds out that Bella Lugosi passed away, and him and his and his the cast and crew they attend the funeral and and there in the the casket we see Bella wearing um his the cape, cape and, and yeah, stuff and his tuxedo yeah, yeah according what, to what, the way he was dressed yeah according to the, the will or his wife um it says I think it's a, it, they said in the movie part of his will said he had to be dressed as close I heard somewhere that it wasn't in the will mm. but the family might have said yeah, something yeah I think I it was know. one of the current his current wives wanted to 
you know, burying him. He thought him he, might, in, he might like he being buried. In his capes, yeah. to be remembered as, as what he was. As he was, as a younger man. Yeah, that's awesome. A good send-off, if you are, yeah. Will. So, later on, we see Edward in um, some uh, a, the um, screen test room watching the last footage that he yeah, shot with Yeah, but he had about 10, 10 minutes of footage or something, rather. Not yeah. even a full can, yeah. Yeah. Later on, he's in his apartment, or his new apartment, I think. Oh, but, where he was living yeah. at the time. Yeah, and his, um, the Baptist minister who owns the property comes to his door asking for... Um, his latest check has bounced again. Again. He said, oh, wrong account maybe. I'll give another check. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, he then talks about how that, oh, you were in pictures. Oh, uh, we're we're hoping to make some uh, a movie, a religious film, yeah. but we don't have enough, fun, yeah, enough they, funds. Yeah, you know, they want to do some movies based on the apostles. Yeah. And what they did and everything else. A yeah. little bit like... Um, the modern God, God, guys have done the visual Bible series and that sort of stuff. Yeah. They didn't, they had the main to make one, but they wanted to make, they wanted to make a whole slew of yeah, movies. Yeah, sw- slew of them. So anyway. It, it talks them uh, into yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Edward produces um, Grave Robbers from our space script at yeah, the time. He, he, he said, if, if you make a good movie and you make some money on it, then you can catch up to make the other movies. Yeah, and at first the... <laughs> Bishop was not. I don't know if he's a bishop. I mean, not bishop. I mean, the minister, pa- pa- pastor, yeah, whatever. Pastor was not one hundred percent ideal about the idea of a doing producing a film on grave robbers from outer yeah, space. Yeah, it, it, they were at church after all. Actually, yeah. the funny part was to get the funding. They got the funding from the church. So everybody in the cast and crew had to get baptized at the local church. <laughs> yeah, at this time, Vampira, she lost her job. Possibly in, at the time. Well, the yeah, the contract wasn't renewed. Yeah. yeah so probably. she was fired from whatever channel who was doing Vampire at the time. Channel six six six. Probably. Sorry. Anyway, she then comes to Edward and he tells her about her role as the ghoul's wife. And she's I'll be in it, but I don't want any lines. Uh huh. Uh huh. Bella Glossy's dead. Doesn't have any lines, and she doesn't want any lines. Mm. They're running out of people to talk. <laughs> yeah. So. He's also trying to find um, some actors who could play a double for dear old Bella because the, he doesn't want to leave that bit of footage left yeah, in yeah, the just, garbage it, it bin. wasn't enough. So, yeah, so, yes, um, mm. yeah, so he, he's, he asked his crew to go search for some doubles and they come back lacking. And eventually they find, uh, he finds one who turns out to be a, what's the... What's I think he's a co- uh, physiotherapist. Yeah, a physiotherapist or guy. Or chiropractor or something. Chiropractor. And yeah. he noticed right away that... He had- he had looked nothing like him. Yeah. I've seen the movies. They said, oh, he got nice staring eyes. That'll do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, he then... <laughs> so they start filming. And the, the the priests, they kept interfering with the film. They said, why don't you change the name to Plan, Plan 9 from, from Outer Space. Space? And they even include trying to bring in their... What's his... Um, their, their... What's the guy who often does the... Um, the um con- oh yeah conductor for their this chorus guys uh, yeah, yeah. to become their leading man for this production yeah. and I think he does a great job the real guy I mean oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah because yeah, I've yeah. seen uh, we no, watched, he, he wasn't too bad though yeah, yeah we yeah. watched Plan Nine the other night well, as well as Edward he, he, he and I thought he was pretty good he had good eyes he didn't look distracted he wasn't you know, he, he, he he looked comfortable playing the role yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, he may not have been a real actor. Mm. He covered the, cover the role well. Yeah, yeah I even thought mm. his the girl who was playing his wife opposite yeah, she was cute. I can't remember she her played name. it off some mm, yeah. role too. 
So moving along, Edward then starts having a mental breakdown in the scene. Well, not totally, but he's getting stressed out because he's... Church minister thought, oh, this is a partnership. We're making the movie together. I said, no, you're just funding it. Go away. You know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he then heads off to the, the Brown Derby, a bit of a bar what he it, hangs what? out with. And here he meets his other idol, who was Orson Welles, I think it was. Yeah, yeah Orson Welles. Uh, yeah. Now, this could have been, you just made up for the movie, that he had a talk, talk to Orson yeah. Welles, and Orson Welles gave yeah. him the Orson Welles tells yeah. him about how when he was making... Um, what was that movie? Was it Citizen Kane? Yeah, Citizen Kane. Yeah. The studios never touched a frame of his work, but of that bit of movie, and and it was still a, probably a success. Yeah, it was a success because no one touched it. Yeah, yeah. and he, he stayed com- true to himself. Yeah, he then mm. com- he then tells Ed that he has had movies been cut and repasted and. And while it may have not been successful, but he also had a few good ones here and there. Mm, and he tells yeah. him to, oh, it's always good to fight for your filmmaking dreams. Yeah. Actually, we, we might do an old Orson Welles movie later on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So um, I guess that's the message Tim Burton's conveying in this movie, to fight for your filmmaking yeah, rights. fight for your beliefs and, uh, and stay, stay true to yourself when you're making the movie. Yeah. Man, especially if you produce a director, don't yeah. let him tell you what to do. Yeah, so mm. it would then... Ru- Runs back to or heads back to the studio and he tells the producers, he says, um, you cannot compromise a filmmaker's vision. And they and they say, yeah. fine, but it's my, our money. And he says, you're going to make a bundle. Now shut up and let me do my work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love that dialogue. It's quite funny, actually. But yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Get out of the way. And let me do work. There's an old, there's old saying, say, too many cooks spoil the broth. And in the film industry, if you have too much... Ducking and weaving when it comes to producing and directing and people saying too much and 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 uh, telling somebody how they should think it should be done, you can lose focus. Exactly. And you can lose direction. I mean, we talked about Demolition Man a few months ago. Mm. Uh, they weren't sure at one stage where it was supposed to be a serious movie or a comedy. Yeah. So uh, I got lost a little bit in the movie. Yeah, it seems yeah, that a lot yeah, of that like, happens. Yeah. Mm, so too many people were putting the bit in. Even Sylvester Stallone uh, had a few words, and he said, "Oh, you know, And somebody else said something word, some words, someone else. Yeah. And uh, and then they might sometimes I'll change the director half right through a movie. Yeah, well. um, yeah. Yeah, I've heard about it that. Just, hello. It does drive me a little nuts. And uh, yeah, it's so just let, let's get the team together properly in the I'm beginning. I'm only glad that my all on the same page, and let's make a picture. I'm only glad uh, that I'm in charge charge of Black Cat and I'm not going to let any other directors you're take charge. You're the producer, you're a director, you're the screenwriter, story writer, mm. uh, casting manager, director, director, director. <laughs> um, what else are you? I don't know. Clapper board person maybe? No, no I <laughs> leave that to the, um, oh, the experienced people. Experience people. <laughs> so anyway, they start filming the last few scenes in this movie and uh, he then admits to the um, producer his, his executive producers. Oh, you were right. Plan Nine was a lot more better. Yeah, great name. Actually, it would, actually, I think that that's a good name. Yeah, I agree. Great Robbers from Outer Space. No, no. But Plan Nine from Outer Space. That's got a nice futuristic scientific ring to it. Yeah, yeah and of course name. he adds the um, his, the stock footage, which a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. He, a lot of he was good on putting stock footage into his movies. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, oh, so, no, I won't say irrespective. Yeah, Move so on. he soon arrives. <laughs> soon enough, they finish the film yeah. and they head to the premiere for it. 
And, and it went and it went down well. I don't know why people were clapping into your yeah. No. No, yeah, but even when it was first starting, so yeah. he must have sat in the audience with friends or something or other. Friends, maybe yeah. um um even some of the people who worked for him yeah. may have asked their friends and to actually, come along. He, he said, he's sitting there he said, This is what I'm gonna be remembered for. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he said that in reality, but it it's it is one he was remembered for. It is a, it, I I've I've got about half a dozen Edward movies, or mm. if, if that, in my collection. And that's my favourite. <laughs> yes, so um, he then walks out of the theatre a few you know, hours later when after the film is completed, finished, and he tells a Kathy, let's go get married in Las Vegas. Yeah, but it was raining. It cut, took, uh, the roof was down in the car. I said, oh, don't worry about it. It'll probably dry, dry out and stop raining and then when you drive down the road. So they... They went off the merry way and got married in the yeah, movie, wasn't it? Yeah, and then, yeah. Um, you know, some um, see, uh, clips, um, frames start appearing on the screen where it talks about how Edward tries to um, continue trying to make, he main, tried to make mainstream movies, but oh, yeah, never yeah, got yeah, it yeah, to yeah, mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how when it got close to the 70s and the 60s where the movie started advancing onto nudity, he missed out on that. <laughs> yeah, actually, when the scene changed, yeah. Oh, and actually, what's... Anyway, movie's finished, take it. Now, uh, <laughs> see, the problem with Ed Wood, and, 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 and not, not with Ed Sorry, Wood, guys. but his position, he was doing wet film and he couldn't review anything on the trot. Like yeah, he did shame about that. Um, he may have been a better product, mm. In the digital age, where we I cut that scene and it's pretty good. Now let's do it again. Even though he did one take, he could take on the odd second take here and there mm. uh, and made it a bit better. And doing the cutting yeah. room floor stuff's a lot yeah. better for digital. So moving right film. along, uh, some other bits of information oh, come okay. into this movie. I'm, I'm there, again. There's <laughs> another frame where it shows that how Bella Lugosi never rose from the grave, but he was most remembered from his previous other movies and is still, still more popular. famous than mm. Boris Karloff. Yeah. And throughout this movie, he often talked bad about oh, Boris he, Karloff. He, yeah, it's supposedly, I mean, and, and, and again, I don't know how real that is. Um, through the media over the decade, they mm. said there was a rift between the two guys. They didn't like each mm -hmm. other. Now, I don't know whether that's real or not, mm -hmm. because they were in so many movies together, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of the times when they were together, Bella goes had the main role. Yeah, moving right along. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, Bunny, we mentioned about his trying to have a sex change, He it, and he never did eventually do it, but no, eventually passed. He did passed. talk about it. Mm -hmm. And let me see, um, Kathy, um, who was married to Edward, obviously, um, married to him and there were a few ups and downs and eventually he died of alcoholism. And she never remarried. Uh... Mm. And, but she did come to the film set when they were filming this movie and she actually met John um, Johnny Depp to see what he's like. At the time, he was going through a few crises of himself because he was having a hard time because his girlfriend broke up with him, Whatever. his current girlfriend. Okay, that's nice. okay. Anyway, moving right along. Moving right along, yes. Yeah. And let me see, Criswell, we all know. Criswell. Um, he continues doing his bizarre predictions on the um, late... Tonight show, whatever they yeah, call whatever, it. Yeah, 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 whatever show was on, yeah. Yeah, and he eventually passed into the next world. 
And he didn't see that one coming, did he? Yeah, and <laughs> last of all, Vampira, um, which after she, when she left the studio, she then goes on to making uh, some jewelry, fancy jewelry, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she goes and tries to unsuccessfully sue yeah, Elvira. No, 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 you're jumping the gun there. She had her business going making jewelry, and then a TV station was going to renew horror hosting, and they invited her to be part of their crew working on the new person, which was going to be Elvira. And then there some arguments or something or other, uh, and she left the team. But she's claiming that the person... Per, the, persona, the personality of Elvira was a copy of what she did uh, when she was younger mm. as Vampira. But you think about it, mm. she was dressed in a long black dress with a little tight waist, um... Elvira didn't do that. Elvira El had a norgs hanging out quite nicely, <laughs> uh, and, and different hairstyles, different <laughs> personality, um, and but they're all based loosely on uh, the Adams family cartoons, a comic strip, and the newspaper. Hmm. Morticia Adams, long dark hair, slender waist, slender body, yada yada yada. So, Vampira, Mela, Nermi. Uh, didn't actually create yeah. Vampira. Hmm. It was a uh, uh, manufactured image based on the Charles Adams. Yeah, Charles okay. Adams. Charles Adams cartoon strip. Yes, yeah, so yeah. she was I'm out sure. of line for doing yeah. that sort anyway, of thing. She, but anyway, it was squashed and she didn't win anyway. Yeah, because yeah. I think the studios, um, they knew what they were going for. Another, well, another point too, the TV studio probably would have been more instrumental in creating the image. Hmm. Ah. And who knows, maybe the bits of dialogue may have been dear well, old Catherine's idea too. Ah, look. Well, she's creating the image. Remember, yeah, she's, she's a punk rock type yeah, creature. Steampunk, what do you want? She looks really hot. and, and, and A I'm lot sorry, hotter than Vampire. Vampire looked nothing like that. No, she was more like a vampire. like. Yeah, <sighs> and, yeah and not a very good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen one film. I can't find too yeah. much. I've only I found have, one film. I have I seen Vampire myself, yeah. and I didn't like the intro it too much because I don't like her scream. And and they're just little one line of cliches just thrown in there. Yeah, it yeah. didn't it didn't even work to me. Yeah. Uh, for me it's, yeah. Anyway, it was, it's not about Vampire anyway. Anyway, uh, it's and not Elvira, But the point is that. Um, but I will tell you that um, Elvira, she also had the. Um, um, I think she was well respected by Vincent Price too. Oh, Vincent Lott, yeah, Vincent Lott and her. Oh, apparently, we've thought we've seen on um, the YouTube and whatever. And uh, yeah, they 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 got along quite well on uh, talk um, yeah. talk shows or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. in this movie, um, Bella Lugosi, he kind of thought Vampire was a, such a honey-looking lady. Nice if you, jugs. Yeah. If you actually <laughs> looked at the real footage of uh, Vampire, she does look rather pretty. Well. When she's not yes. making faces. When, no, when she right. wasn't on the TV, Matt pulling faces and hideous makeup, she was a very attractive lady. Mm. I think she was a model. Yeah, maybe. I think yeah, she yeah, was yeah, a model. Yeah. Just like... Um, but the lady who played a role. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. maybe a model or a dancer, just like yeah. Elvira started yeah, Sandra, like yeah, as a dancer yeah. too. Yeah. So, anyway, this, so this movie was pretty awesome, model. and I do think... I do give it a lot of credit to now, you, Tim. I'm going to say some things here, not about the production ring like I normally do, because it's just, uh -huh. it's just a movie in that regard. Mm -hmm. Now, funny thing about this, we love, okay. Tim, we love Tim Burton, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not knocking Tim Burton one little bit, 
But this movie was a flop. Financially, anyway. The funny part is, this movie's a flop about a guy who made flop movies. Interesting, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. And wait a minute, you think about it, this movie, I believe, has achieved cult status in its own way, and so did Plan 9 from Outer Space achieve cult status in its own way. Interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, another interesting thing is, you know, when they did the, the, um, the second unit filming for mm. Outside of... Bella goes his house. Yep. Well, in this movie, I mean, um, it's actually um, wasn't really in real life. Um, Bella goes his house in real life. It As it turned out, it was um, in, it was the house that was Torio Johnson's um, oh, house it's a place, wasn't it? for okay. real Okay. In reality, anyway. Oh well, yeah. Well, um, there you go then. Well, it makes sense a little bit. <laughs> I always thought maybe. Bill Lugosi lived in the coffin. Okay, I know that. No. <laughs> yeah, and another thing is, um, this is one of Tim Burton's favorite films at the time. And like, oh, look, it's a good movie. Like, it's it's not a horror movie. It's not an out and out great comedy in itself. It's comedy drama, and it's a good story. And that's what a good movie should be. It should tell a story, whether it's a drama, whether it's a comedy, whether it's a slasher film, whether it's a horror film, mm. whether it's a sci-fi, whether it's whatever. It's got to tell a story. This tells a story. Yeah. The characters are believable, albeit yeah. it's done in a light-hearted, comical fashion, but it was believable. You can almost imagine being there and being part of it. Mm. It is a good, well-known yeah. movie. At mm. the time, the um, producers decided to make the film in black and white because no one could decide how Bella Lugosi should look on the actual colour. Ah, good point. See, see, honestly, in reality, I'll tell you something, he would have had a very pale complexion makeup-wise mm. on stage and whatever, um, like a you know, like a glaze they used, mm. and they would have had probably blood red lips or something to highlight his lips, and then would have done whatever the, that around his eyes to highlight his eyes. Yeah, but it might not have worked well. Everyone's thinking Bell Lugosi looks like that, and when you try to colorize him, it's not going to look the same. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So yeah, and also to me, it's a movie about the fifties. Yeah. So why not do it in black and white? Remember the movie we, we, have, we haven't reviewed The Whisper in the Dark? Not the yet. The Whisper in the Dark? But we should. That, but that was done based on a lot of the H.P. Lovecraft uh, story, but it was based back in the 50s or something or other, so they did it in black and white. Hmm. Why not? It worked. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, just, it's just me, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, I thought the um, um, it was an interesting depiction. Hmm. Of yeah. the old movies. But black and white, there's nothing wrong with black and white. Mm. I mean, it's just that everyone says, oh, colour, 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 colour. It doesn't happen. You look, you look at a slasher film nowadays. Mm. Half it is in subdued lighting. Mm. People running around in the dark. You're not going to see much colour, are you? You're going to see black and a little bit of colour splashed here and there. And maybe some blood. <laughs> so, why waste money on colour when black and white... No, I don't think it makes much difference nowadays, cost-wise. Yeah, um, I think but, there no. was a scene in this movie when they were doing Plan 9, um, when they were doing scenes of during the daytime, um, and they were supposed to represent at night time. Yeah. And there were studio shots where the place is <coughs> pitch black, yeah. and the studio and the producers say, why are you filming this in the daytime while it's supposed to be night time? Yeah, and, 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 yeah, now you look at it, see, 
one moment it's the sun's up, next minute it's black because they're in the studio and they've got black, uh, black backdrops behind them. And, and he said, it's suspension of disbelief. <laughs> and also, and that's a wonderful line. also another mm. interesting thing is that they, you, they didn't have special light, too much special lighting for to use for no, that, it, it was a very very yeah. low budget film yeah seeing yeah. this this they were shot out they were shooting in on real loca- on location yeah. and back then they didn't they probably didn't have too much they lighting didn't, they didn't get any so, licenses either to shoot yeah there no permits <laughs> unlike these well yeah you still have to get a permit yeah, duh it's, yeah i mean in Australia, I, I know. I'd say, I'd say, I'd say in America it's the same, and for Europe, I mean, you're going to do a film somewhere, you're, you're going to do some uh, block of uh, footpaths or go to a park and do something, yeah. you've got to pay for the privilege of being there because nobody else <coughs> can use that area while you're there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I remember it. a scene when they were doing a street scene where he's in Glen and Glenda, and then... He, for that, because they were doing one scene, not they were doing one take of it, because, well, he thought no, it was you, perfect. You know, technically, you could do it if you if you're together and you know what you're doing and you got everything set up. But yeah, yeah. anyway, two or three takes is nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I probably said this a couple of times during productions that if you do more than just one take, you'll you're prepared in case the first take turns out to be rubbish. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I made a mistake. Oh, I tipped over. Whatever. Yeah. yeah anyway, the in this. In my eyes. Anyway, in this scene, um, they notice the cops coming around the corner, and they realize they have the no permit. permit. They have to <laughs> run for it. <laughs> and of course, the crew feel like, oh my gosh, we're just. Here we go again. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's fun. It was um, a good movie. Look, it's a good movie about a movie. So, technically speaking, it's it's a movie about a movie maker. Talking about movies. Um, yeah. Just like um Roger Corman when he was starting out. Probably. I don't, I don't know what Roger Corman, how he started. Mm. I, I mean, Alfred Hitchcock, he started off as, what, a screenwriter, was it? Or was it? I can't remember now. Mm. He worked his way up to making movies. So, yeah, there would be hard yards by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they would start somewhere. They don't just say, hey, I'm a film producer or I'm a director. Or, you, know, mm. you have to start somewhere, get your skill levels up and get some credibility and, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyway, the um, original Kathy came to the um, Tim Burton set to check it out for herself to see what it was like. Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah. Yeah, and mm. she actually met Johnny, um, Johnny Depp, Depp, and um, he was going through a bad time, as I said before. It's because he was going through a bad breakup with Winnie. Yeah? Oh. Yeah, he was dating the girl from who, you know, who played Lydia from Beetlejuice, you know? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They broke up, and I guess he was a little he wasn't um, very happy. teary eye. According to um, when he's on set, sometimes on set. Beetlejuice? What? Yeah, he, she yeah, played I'm... Lydia. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leah Dix. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, as I was saying, um, he was dating her for a bit, and according to um, hmm. uh, face, according to uh, Wikipedia, she. They broke up, and he was acting all teary-eyed in during the, this production. Oh, an emo man. Hey, yeah. it's okay, Johnny. Uh, yeah, anyway, Kathy met him, and when Depp exits his trailer, she says, that's my Eddie, meaning yeah. she probably noticed right away that he's a little teary-eyed, and yeah. she probably talked to him about how things were yeah. with Ed. Yeah. And I think that she, yeah. she saw that Johnny Depp, um, the, that he was the right guy for this role yep. at the time. 
Well, there you go then. Oh. Hmm. Anyway, I can't think of anything else to say, but yeah. there's, there's no you know, massive special effects. Yeah, or although I probably or, will yeah. be looking at maybe our reviewing uh, another movie about a filmmaker, maybe Hitchcock. Yeah, the Hitchcock movie uh, about Alfred Hitchcock when he made uh, Psycho. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, yeah, and I think that's more of a biodrama, not a comedy, so there might be a bit more truth behind it. <laughs> yeah, mm. a little. Yeah. Well, a bit more. Yeah. And yeah. I meant, as I mentioned before, say in, my, in the past, um, it does mention Ed Gein, as I mentioned. Ed Gein gets around these movies, doesn't he? Well, yeah, inspiration. both... both um, all of those three movies I mentioned, um, Psycho, Ch- Chainsaw Massacre, and Silence of the Lambs, they probably all had um, gotten inspired, inspired by, by the story. Gene, the original nutcase who cut people up. And yeah, and I think I, men- mm. I think I haven't yeah. mentioned it. I mentioned this to Mike the other day that during some of the um, ch- um, new remakes of the Chainsaw Massacre movies, they've actually used um, fo- old photo images from Ed Gein's house yeah. to depict um, the Chainsaw Massacre yeah. movie. Very uh, realistic. Yeah. yeah. And there was even a thing, there was a uh, one of the scenes with um, one of their victims, his victims, I mean, um, where it dis- the way it was displayed in a, in a, one of those um, police photos yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that where, where one of the victims got killed badly. Yeah. I won't there's a mention. piece of him there, and there's a piece of him over there. And, and well, in this, it was a special type of kill that he did. Yeah, I, know, I yeah. don't know how to describe it, and I don't want to. No, gruesome. Mm. Anyway, I'll show. I'll I'll probably review we'll that. Share that with you next later. time. Yeah. Um, but we might do Hitchcock next. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah I might. Yes. We'll we'll put it to. Uh, when uh, I'm not together. Yeah, when my voice is cleared up, I yeah. imagine it'll clear Sarah's up this weekend. Sarah's not her usual vibrant self tonight, but anyway. Yeah, I'm feeling a little drained. Yeah. So anyway, um, do you want to do um vote on how how many points this movie is? Okay, now uh, <laughs> this is a standalone genre, this type of movie. So I'm going to be fair. I can't I can't mug it down for graphics, uh, you know, the computer graphics and stuff, because there wasn't any. Uh, yeah, there wasn't yeah. any uh, mm. CGI and stuff. But uh, as a movie, it tells a good story. The mm. acting's good. Everything's plausible. Um, and the acting. I've got to take my hat off Tim Burton. I think he's told a good story, albeit not necessarily accurate. Uh, he's captured the comedy well. He's probably captured the serious parts well too. Um, mm. So, yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to give it a nine and a half. I'm going to give yeah. it a nine out of ten myself. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So this is good. It's, it's, mm. it's a really good watch. If you don't <laughs> mind a drama c- comedy, not a comedy drama, a drama comedy, there's more drama than comedy, right? Um, it moves along quite good, mm. well, quite well, and it tells a good story. And it, there are some some good funny bits and tongue in cheek things. Yeah, it's worth. A I watch. think that's probably yeah. why um Ed would concentrate more on mm. the comedy side more than a serious side. That's what I think. I don't think he meant to make it comical. I know, no, <laughs> I just meant that while so many people out there think. Um, this was not accurate here and there, but it's not supposed to be a historic depiction yeah. of the story too much, as we discussed, right, Mike? Well, this one is a not a historically accurate movie. They said it's a comedy drama. They said the same thing with Rocket Man. They kept saying, yeah, oh, not, the song wasn't meant to be in this yeah, timeline. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, historically yeah, accurate blah, 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 blah. that way, no, but chronologically. Yeah. But 
basically the main parts, mm. the main elements of Rocket Man, mm. are accurate about his career, how he developed, and how he yeah. um, got into drugs and probably tried to commit suicide, and then got through rehab. Yeah. That sort of stuff's real, yeah. and then made the stories around it. Yeah, yeah. some people mm. just don't realise that. Look out! Realise that they were just making a music video and of a vehicle his, um, for the songs. Story yeah. mostly. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's a, bit, a bit like a documentary. That's yeah. all. Yeah, with I just a, can't stand with some live footage in it. I just yeah. can't stand people's um, not realizing. Maybe just maybe they're just trying to add the songs yeah. to make the feeling yeah. of what what Elton exactly John right. was feeling at the time. Yeah. I mean, um, he, when he was when that end song where he um, the the final song. What's it called? Um, I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah. That was saying that he's finally got kicked his habit of drugs yeah. and he's fighting and he's still alive and still here. While it may have came before this whole yeah, yeah. rehab but, thing. And also earlier in the movie he did was, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, supposedly when he's a kid, morphing into an adult before he went public and started writing songs professionally. Yeah, so can, impossible. Yeah, because even, he didn't write until later in his career. Yeah, you know. considering <laughs> that... Dear old Elton John, he yeah. wasn't. A, he didn't write the 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 lyrics, did he? Um, I swear, hang on, I'm gonna sneeze a bit. <laughs> now, um, now he was more of the musical arranger yeah. and he sang the songs, where the other guy, um, oh crikey, <laughs> Bernie, uh, Bernie, he 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 did more of the lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. So same. So thing, most yeah. of the songs, even down to the one Saturday Night Fight, whatever. Saturday Night Fight. Um, that yeah. was all take. That was. That was our uh, chron- chronological sequence because yeah. it was when he was a kid playing in yeah. the local hotel before he started going yeah. into the songwriting career. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And who knows when he started learning to sing? We don't know. There was no well, detail when he started. Well, singing. here's something too. He didn't learn to sing. He was forced to sing. Mm-hmm. He was a piano player, mm-hmm. and he got together with Bernie, and someone had to deliver the song, and they made him do it. <laughs> so that was it. So end of story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, but you got to admit, and he was a shy man. I mean, you do admit, Mike, yeah. that you need to know how to sing a song. No, not he knows how it goes. He made look most of us look. I would say about ninety percent. Or maybe even more people mm. can sing. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Even you. And I've heard you sing really badly. Well, you, I'm not a singer. No, no. If you if you got your breathing right mm. and everything else, and and you and you sang it that way mm. with your right breathing, you'd sing a lot better yeah. than you do now. Even Alice yeah. Cooper, at when he was still a, in his... In high yeah, school, yeah, he yeah. had to learn singing key. Yeah, but, and because he wasn't breathing properly too. If you breathe properly, you get control of your air coming out of your diaphragm and your lungs and everything, yeah. all that controlling. Yeah. Uh, you can sing better. Yeah, if sing, you, don't, you, you yeah. don't use them properly, you can't sing properly. See, this was back when he was still in high school, just so you yeah. know. Just don't, don't he first started when he was in the earwigs. Yeah, when he was a kid. <laughs> Why are we talking about Alice Cooper now? Ah, sorry, guys. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I was just... I guess hey, we're like Alice. Hey, Vincent Furnier? Fer- yeah, hey, good man. Hey. Yeah, wherever you are, Vince. He did a cameo for me, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. I asked, um, asked him, could you do a bit of a, a cameo um, for ca- Dad's birthday? Wasn't for, it? for Dad's birthday. Thanks, Vincent. Yeah, wherever yeah. you are, Vince, you did well, and you still do well here and there. And you're my other hero. You're, my, well, you're one of my musical heroes from way back when. Yeah. And still. Mm. I do wonder though if everyone didn't die of um, alcoholism 
or whatever. Um, he, do you think he would have ever gotten no. to the next level? No. Oh. No, no. I'm not, I, I would like to think Ed would, would have progressed, but... But. What got <laughs> him into trouble was Glenn and Glenda, so he had no yeah. credibility, couldn't get funding, mm. and all the movies he made up until then were pretty... Yeah. Crappy. Yeah. And I don't mean crappy in a nasty way. Really low budget. That that's good fun, basic yeah. nuts and bolts yeah. little movies. Just so you guys know, Glenn Glenda was probably he was hoping that he was well, trying was, to tell his story. Yeah. Okay. Enough. Forget about Glenn Glenda. I just okay. mean that that was career. the only time he could get money to produce a movie, yeah, even if it's a low budget yeah, movie. But the point remains that sank his career, much the same way as Todd Browning's career got sunk years earlier when he did Freaks. Todd, oh yeah, Todd Browning. Todd Browning? What about the other guy who played no, um, Teenagers from um, Outer Space? Forget him. Hmm. Todd Browning did Freaks. Yeah. And for reality, for realism, he used real Freaks out of a carnival. And people thought that was horrible that he used real Freaks to play Freaks. And that destroyed his credibility. Even though he made some other movies, he, made, he went on to did, did the... Uh, Bella Gosey Dracula movie. No, that was before it. It was after it. No, before. Bella Gosey movie was after Freaks. No, it was before it. Okay, every time you tell me I'm wrong, I go and I find out I'm right, and then you never apologise. Okay, he still made movies after Freaks. Because he made this. Okay. Dracula made his career, and then when he did do Freaks years later, that destroyed his career, his credibility a little bit. Okay. You're right, I'm wrong, but I'm probably right. Now, mm. anyway, irrespective, he still, after Freaks, he still made movies. Mm. But he didn't get the movies he wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made about half a dozen or so movies after that, and he just, yeah. Uh, and that was it. Anyway, it, yeah. most of the, um, those, some of those characters went on to, went, took part in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's okay. And that was years later when Colour came into play. And that I'm was not, years I'm later. talking about the producer and director guy, remember? I'm okay. just telling you what I know. Well, okay. You, you mentioned the teenagers from Outer Space guy. I just can't remember his name at the moment. Something Graf? Tom, Tom Graf. Tom Graf. Now, he had potential to be good. Mm-hmm. But I think either the pressure got to him and he went a bit crackers. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what we heard anyway. Uh, and he ended up in, a, um, in a, a, an institute, in a, an asylum. Uh, either the, or he wasn't actually he prop- changed his name to, and dis- it disappeared from the industry. Yeah, I know, but he disappeared. But I think he had mental problems, and um, that screwed his career up. Mm. Um, I won't go into what I've heard because some of it could be wrong. Mm. But yeah, it, it, it's a high pressure mm. thingy, uh, and only. Only the strong shall survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Roger Corman is the only one who ever made Actually, didn't movies. Actually, did Tom Graf work with Roger Corman? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a bit. Mm, yeah, a bit, yeah. And then um, as an assistant, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, assistant director or something yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to go. Yeah, so um, thanks, for, thanks yeah. for watching this, guys. Mm. Um, we'll see you guys for the next one, hopefully. So this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying see you guys for the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.